The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. There was a young man that got out of a cab, and he realized that he left a book bag in the cab. But when he realized it, it was already too late. Uh, light turned green, and the cab sped off. What do you do now? He must have that bag back. And quickly, in that bag was found all the papers that he needs for his upcoming meeting that he was going to have in Tel Aviv. It's Chaval now in every second. He has to find that cab quickly before it undertakes some new pickup, new trip. He doesn't know the details about the Nahag. He doesn't know the telephone number of the Chevres of the Munit taxi. He doesn't know address of the office where he even has to have the meeting. But Edson, he could call. Ah, oh, another problem he has. His cell phone is in that bag too. Very nice. So, maybe he can borrow somebody's cell phone and he can call his phone and it'll start to ring and the Driver will hear the ring and he'll pay attention. Maybe he'll even answer. Or maybe not. Maybe it was on silent. A vibra- vibrate. <clears throat> so, Mordechai walks into a public telephone booth and he starts to try to find the number of that Hevra. Don't ask how, but he found the telephone number of the Hevra. And after explanations, and they hang up on him, calling back, he even had the number of the Nayak, the driver, Saif Saif. Driver answers the phone. The guy asks him, do you see the tick in the back seat? He says, yes, I do. But I'm already far away from you. I'm heading to some yeshuv in the south. He's trying to explain to him. He's forced to tell him about this important meeting I have in Tel Aviv. And push it. I have to wait two and a half hours to come back. It's going to be mommy, who knows what. Well, the safe, the wallet came back to the owner, and Mordechai takes, opens up his, that little book bag, the bag, to make sure everything's in its place, and he looks to see the telephones that came into his phone. And they let him know he missed 14 missed calls. He called the voicemail, now you call voicemail in Israel, in Hebrew, Takolit. Whenever you can accord through a lot of times, I never knew what they were telling me. I just figured out it was voicemail. I could never figure out what is it. It's Lita Koli. It's two words. It's Lita Hakoli. Anyway, I hit the thing, and after hearing the first one, his hair stands up on his head. Shalom. We're calling you from your school of your son. Yossi, we're now at our yearly trip in Midbar Yehuda, and your son disappeared. We're looking ready for him for two hours, and we can't find him. Please call back as soon as possible. I waves me. Shalom, listen to the next call. Shalom, this is from the school. We found your son. He fell from a high place. He's laying in a ditch. Right now, we have no way of getting to him. We called the emergency people to come, try to get here. And Ms. Kasher to us as quickly as possible. The guy was starting to get hysterical. 
When you get to the third message, Anna, please get, call us immediately. The helicopter is being delayed, and we're not sure about the situation of your kid. Please call immediately when you get this message. The next one was from his wife's cell phone. Here, here's a crying terribly. Mordechai, where are you? Did you hear what happened to Awiyasi? How come we don't answer, Mordechai? No. Next one was a call from his brother. Mordechai, pick the phone up now, Laman Hashem. It's not enough what's happened to Yossi. Now you're also lost. You also disappeared. Call me immediately. We're going crazy over here. Mordechai goes to the next one. Now he's mamish, full of petrification. The guy's petrified. Who knows? What's he gonna have? What's he gonna have next? The next, the next call was a little more patient. Mordechai Shalom. Khan Zajeki, the head officer in the emergency services. Your, your son is in the helicopter. We're on the way to Adasa in Kerem, and he's not in critical. It's Beinoini, but it's stable. He's aware, he's not knocked out, and he makes a ration and he'll be beside her. Now, the following calls were also. Um, finally gets the last call, he picks it up, the last message. Abba, Zayasi, Zani, his son's on the phone. I got a little hurt in my foot. I need to say the governor, I'm all right, please call me up. Tov, shalom. The kid, sir, he first decided to call back his wife. After, um, called his wife, and he heard the whole story, and he got to the bottom of it. He said, you know, this was an amazing lesson for me in life. My son disappears on a hike in the middle of a desert. They're all looking for him. They can't find him. After that, he fell off a cliff. And I'm the same thing. I thought that I was missing the biggest meeting I was supposed to have in my life. No, first thing, my first lesson I got is you got to look at things in the right proportions. Besides that, Lamafreya understood how it was developing to finally hearing this Gamzul Taiva and to hearing Amishamayim they had Rahman Asami. And therefore I forgot my thing, my, my bag in the cab. You realize if I would have had my my bag, I would have gone to the meeting, my phone would have started ringing, I would have picked it up, I would have been the most nervous wreck in the world for all those long hours. So, I was once there at Israel, and I was there with our Talmud, Andy. And Andy was going around, was, was doing a little touring by his own. He went to the old city of Yerushalayim, and outside the old city of Yerushalayim is this huge uh, boatload of Arab caps. I don't go near that place, with a 10-foot pole. I'd walk before I go near there. But in the hop, saw a bunch of caps, he gets into a cab. Takes a ride somewhere. No. In the middle of the ride, he took out his wallet. In his wallet, he had three grand cash. He had all his cards, all his papers. Finally, he came to the stop we had to be. He gets out of the cab. And a few minutes later, he realizes that he doesn't have his wallet. He left in the cab. Somehow, somehow, he got a hold of me. Maybe he came home to where I was staying. So Rebbe got to help me out. It says, Mama, Shematzim, Tachuf, Ma'od. I'm going to be wiped out if I lose this wallet. It's just a test. 
First you say, Amr of Meir, until Hashem opens your eyes, it's not lost. Hashem is watching it for you in the cave of the Arabs. It's lost from the Arab. Hopefully the Arab doesn't know about it yet. Hashem didn't tell him. It's coming back home. I told me, Mechazik Yabitochen, it's coming back to you. Meanwhile, we try to call a bunch of camp companies to find out which camp companies hang around that place by the old city, by the Arab air companies. We call them up and they will say, Inshallah, salam salam alaikum, alaikum asalam. They weren't talking Hebrew, they were talking Arabic. It was a nightmare. He couldn't remember it was a Jewish company, it was not a Jewish What's the name of the company? He didn't know what's companies. The kids, sir, so we have to say some tell him, we have to be beteach. Then, out of the blue, my daughter calls me from America. Hello, Ta? Yes. What are you calling for? Well, I just got a phone call. What do you mean got a phone call? Some guy was yapping away in Hebrew, and he was talking about a wallet. You know, you know what he's talking about? I said, yes. You have his number? Yes, I have his number. What had happened? Some Jewish guy got into the cab, and he saw in the back seat a wallet. He figured if he leaves it here, this Arab is going to swallow it up. So he's going to put it in his pocket, take it home. He took it and lived about 45 minutes from Yushalayim. So he took it home to his little Moshav there, wherever he was. Takes out the wallet. Doesn't say what the wallet belongs to. But it says a card. Shows a card. It was Andy's business card. So the guy called the company. My daughter was there then, picking up the phone. My daughter picked up the phone. And the guy's the Apanoi in Hebrew. And she said, Shalom, Shalom. Lot, lot, talk slowly. You know, we've got to hear you again. Hey, you call Claire. You know, she always talk quick Hebrew sometimes. So, finally, she says, you know who this is. She says, yeah, that's my boss. She said, well, get a hold of him. Tell him that I found his wallet. And it has everything in it. So, I, got I said, Andy, come over here. Come over right now. Hashem's taking care of you. The wallet is back. Now, where's the wallet now? But it was 40 minutes away from Yerushalayim. It was like out in some shop somewhere. It doesn't make things easier. Don't worry, Hashem can take care of this also. We called my other son-in-law, Tzvimeyer. And Tzvimeyer called his driver. He has a driver that drives for his yeshiva a lot of times. He calls him up, whatever the guy's name is. And he says, I need you to do a job for me. I need you to make a pickup for me. He said, where from? He said, Moshav, what you, you're kidding. I'm passing on the highway right now, that Moshav. I can turn off right now, pick it up for you. He turned off the highway, picked it up. and They offered the guy a $100 reward. The guy, one of these keep us guys. The guy said, Hazve Halila, I don't want I'm not selling this bits for $500. I'm telling you, I said, listen, you see, Hashem, what are the chances of you getting the back? Hashem had to arrange another guy to get in the care. The guy had to arrange. Hashem showed you his atav. Hashem showed you. And he wants to be made of the person. This was Kedai, the whole thing. You lost your wallet. For Hashem to show you his koyach, that he can bring it back to you. And you can find yourself. And you learn, use it as a lesson for the rest of your life. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.